All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual-threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Welcome, everybody, to Dropping the Gloves with John Scott and Tim Wurz. Tim's not here today, my co-host. He's such a bum. He takes Wednesdays off, so it's just me and my main man, my co-host for the, for the day, Scott Darling. The, the, what, what's your nickname, Scott? What, what do the people call you? I don't really know if I have one. They oh. call me Chicago Zone, you know, like from Chicago, played for Chicago. Okay. Chicago's owner, I guess. All right. Um, Darrell's is like my hockey nickname. Okay. Darrell's or Chicago. What's what pizza company is called Chicago's own? Is that Geno's or is that Lumel no, Nottie's or something? I can't remember. I don't know if there is one. Maybe I'm just oh, like Chicago. having a concussion moment here. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> Chicago's own Scott Darling is joining us from Chicago. How you doing, big boy? Doing good, man. Good to see you. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, I know we we were kind of messaging and I was like, how do I know Scott Darling? I'm like, cause listen, I'm not smart and I have a terrible memory and I know, I know you. I'm like, did I play with him on the Hawks? Did I meet him at the conventions? How do I and like, Oh, we were in Australia together. That's yeah. how, that's how worldwide we are. We we met in Australia. Very cultured. Very cultured. Oh, it's amazing. So we did a cool little tour in Australia with Kerry Goulet for stop, stop concussions. And it was, I don't know it was a good time not a yeah, bad time i was supposed to go again this year but obviously the state of the world i couldn't couldn't go and it didn't happen but i love that trip that was awesome 
I know they they're like in England and they're going to New Zealand and I think they're trying to go other countries. He's just all over the world. That guy. Yeah. It's so fun. Like New Zealand, like maybe Singapore this year. And I was like, sign me up. Like I, I love traveling. I'm, I'm into that. And pretty bummed when it got canceled. Due to the I'm sure there'll world. be another one. I'm sure. So listen, oh, yeah. when, when the speaking of canceled, you were in Austria when everything shut down, right? Yeah. So what, just give us, so we all know what happened in North America. It was a complete just bleep show here. No one knew what to do. Everybody thought we were all going to die. What was going on in Austria? What was the mindset and what did your league do? So it's funny because like I, I joke with my friends that I've been dealing with this for longer than any American, like, because it hit us in January. My team was about 20 minutes away from Italy, which was like the epicenter yeah. of COVID Europe. And my wife's actually, you know, a nurse practitioner. And I text her, I'm like, what's a Corona-19? Because she was back in the States. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, something's happening. It's like mid-January. I'm like, everyone's freaking out. Places are getting quarantined. Like, I don't know what's going on. And so come like a few weeks later, like they cancel our league. I got out of Austria like four days before the flight ban happened and like made it home and quarantined ever since basically crazy so you just snuck out that's awesome yeah i know i I think i would have been able to come home as an american citizen but like i was worried about getting stuck in austria yeah no that's a definite definite scare so you made it back and you're nice and happy so are you starting up what's what's your career plan i I know i'm bouncing around here so are you going to go back to austria what's the hockey like over there no i mean (sighs) It was a great experience. I loved Austria. It's like a hidden gem of Europe. It's a beautiful yeah. country. The town I lived in in Innsbruck was like majestic in the middle of the Austrian Alps. Like such a beautiful place. The hockey was okay. Um, I'm still playing. I, I, I'm going to try and sign here this year and stay domestic. But with everything going on, like teams have bigger things to worry about than signing a you know backup third string, fourth string goalie. Who knows? Yeah, what what what's the lowest level would you go to? Uh, the, hey, I would happily play in the AHL. Yeah, um, but outside of that, I might just hang them up if that's the case. Because <laughs> I was I was looking at your hockey DB. I'm like, let's see where Scotty started, and I was like, okay, you know, try. You, you went to college, obviously, and then just like every other NHL goalie, you started your professional career with the Louisiana Ice Skaters. Right. And you went, and left. you went six and twenty-two. So yeah. that's what everybody does, obviously. Yeah. What's what? What were you doing? Like honestly, man, I was I was like an idiot when I was twenty-one. I got drafted by the Coyotes. I go to UMaine, get some big head, and like think everything's just gonna fall into my lap. Party animal, you know. Didn't commit to like hockey, and then I got like hit with reality pretty hard when the Coyotes didn't sign me. Las Vegas didn't even want me after a month. That was their East Coast League team. End up playing Louisiana, and I'm like, you need to figure it out. And so I figured it out and had to take the Snick route all the way up to eventually the NHL four years after that. Like, you're kidding. You're not kidding. You went to from Louisiana, the Mississippi River Kings in the Southern Professional Hockey League, Florida Everblades, yeah. Wichita Thunder, Wheeling Nailers, which I heard is one of the best talents to play in. I know a couple of guys who played there. They said it was just great. Hamilton Bulldogs, Milwaukee. It's, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then you finally broke yeah. in with the Hawks 
during their Stanley Cup run. What, like, how does that happen? Honestly, were you just kind of yeah, pinching I, yourself or your so hometown lucky. team? Yeah, I got so lucky, man. Like, I had a, I had a good year in the American League on an AHL deal with Milwaukee, and I got I had a lot of offers. And then Chicago came to the picture, and I'm, I'm from Chicago. I'm a huge yeah. Hawks fan. And I was like, yeah, no question. I'm signing with the Hawks. Like, I don't care uh, about money or anything like that. Like, I want to be a Blackhawk. Sign thinking I'd be a backup in Rockford. And, you know, one thing leads to another. At the end of the season, we won the Stanley Cup. And I, I played in the first round. It's like, did that just happen? Like, it's who were there? Who were their two goalies to start the season? Was that Crawford and they had Hugh Way? Or did they have – who were oh, their two yeah, guys? Who was that? Ranta. Oh, okay. And then Michael Lane was there too, and he was like the starter in Rockford when the season started. Man, you just knocked them all off, just ruining careers. Good for you. Sorry, guys, I guess. But Andy's still ripping. Like, he's in Phoenix. He's doing good. It's so funny when you said you got drafted, you were so jacked. I'm like, did you go first round or something? No, you went round sixth round, 153rd overall. (laughs) All of that always go after the fifth round, other than Kerry (laughs) Price. It's just, it's crazy. Well, I was so jacked up. I got, I didn't get drafted at all, but still six rounds, Scotty. You got to pump the brakes a little bit. Ease up on the, what was your signing bonus? Like a t-shirt? I never got one. I never got one. <laughs> a team hat and a plane ticket. No, to- when I signed with the Hawks, I had to ask for a signing bonus so that I could pay my like training bills for the summer. They gave me like 10 grand. <laughs> That's not bad. The Hawks are so classy. They really are. They really yeah, are a classic organization. I pay my rent and I need to uh, pay my goalie coach. And they're like, okay, we'll give you like That's so funny. And then you were there. Then you were in the show for five years. And you played well. You went to Carolina, kind of kicked it around there. And then what What happened, man? You signed a pretty deal, good ticket in Carolina. And then what, what, what goes wrong? Yeah, man. Like, I, Chicago was awesome. Like, I loved being here. I got comfortable here from here everything was great we had a great team I played well like and then in my contract year I had my best season my third year yeah and you know get signed to like you said a nice contract and a new opportunity and like if it was my choice I wouldn't have left Chicago but as you know Corey's I'm not gonna leave for Corey Crawford like he's no he's entrenched he's as a starter yeah he's like all time and I I I think I just like let my foot off the gas and I couldn't catch back up when I, cause I got off to a bad start. And I just like, couldn't catch back up when I was there. And then uh, the second season, they, I got, had a bad injury in preseason. They claimed a goalie off waivers and he played amazing when I was in the trainer's room. And that was kind of like it for me. Yeah. That's the thing. As a goalie, you are on a, you walk a thin tightrope. And if you play oh, yeah. bad a few games and you just kind of give the coach a, all he has to have is that doubt in his mind about his goalie. And that's all it takes as a coach to kind of, well, I'm not going to trust his goalie. It really is a thin, thin sheet of ice that you guys walk on or skate on, so to speak. Yeah. So, and, man. Yeah. So that was it. And, you know, no regrets. Like I, I loved my entire experience. I've been playing for 10 years now and I continue I think I'm going to try and play for a few more years and wherever it may be, but it's been an awesome ride. No, you're a young pup. What are you? You're still only, what, 31? Goodness gracious. Look, at you can play. Who's the oldest goal in the league right now? Do you know? Jeez, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. Is Luongo yeah, still like, playing? No, Lou's done. Rask What's is he, around. He's, he's playing. Like 30, 
six or seven, I think. Yeah, you have some, some good years left in you. And man, why not just stay in Austria? It's so beautiful over there. Like, it's absolutely breathtaking. This Oh, it's amazing. Like, it was great, but it's like, you know, as you know, I mean, you have six daughters. Yeah. I only have two Great Danes. Um, <laughs> you don't I bring love, them. I just got married like a month ago. And it's like, do I want to go back and leave the family? Because it's like, she's in school. It's like, they yeah. came last year, but... They couldn't come again. It's like, is it worth it? You know? So I don't know if there was a really good offer in Europe, I'd consider it, but I'm going to try and sign somewhere here. It's kind of fun, funny when you get to that stage in your career, when you start thinking outside of yourself, because for your first 10 years, it's just all about me, me, me. Oh, That's yeah. all you I ever think about. A car and a duffel bag and I was right. Good. And then when yeah. I started having kids, I was like, wait a minute, I need to start like, it's, it's thinking about like other people. It was so strange to like, Oh, it's not about me. I'm not the center. It's, it's, it's not a good feeling because hockey players like being number one, but I don't know. You'll be fine. You're a smart dude. Did you get your degree from the university of Maine? Uh, no, I only for two not. years. Um, but I mean, I think I have a good head on my shoulders and I'll, I'll figure something out. I'm excited for finishing my career and life after hockey, like getting into a new. Yeah. It's exciting. It turns out to be. Yeah. No, you seem like you got a good head on your shoulders. You'll be fine. So we'll, we'll switch over to the playoffs soon. I just, we are zooming for the listeners who can't see us. Are you upset that you didn't get any credit for the whole beard just movement that's been going on the last five years? Or do you just like hate guys? You see like Jumbo and Burns and all the guys in the playoffs, Bogosian. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like I, you were the originator. Do you get any credit for that? No, I don't. And to be honest, thanks for bringing it up. I'm pretty bitter about all this. I would be. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And do you do you just want to shave it to be like, come on, you guys, like this is my my deal. And now it's like too mainstream. Or do you do you like it? I like it. I mean, to be honest, I just have to hide my face. Yeah. And Good idea. Tough mug and I couldn't grow a beard. I was a late bloomer, so until I was like twenty-three. And once I realized I could, I'm like, I haven't shaved since I was twenty-three. You have not shaved since you were twenty-three. Not once. Eight years you haven't shaved clean. Stop it. Swear to God. No way. Yeah. You're, you're crazy. Your wife has never seen you without a beard. No. And if you saw me without a beard, you wouldn't notice me if I walked by you in the streets. I, look, I have a baby face. I look completely different. That is unbelievable. What, do you ever envision a day where you shave it? No. Really? Why? No. I like – I mean – it's very rare. I talk to somebody who's a bigger human than me. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. Well, I like this like bad boy look, even though yeah. I'm like not a bad boy. You're not so at I'm, all. I like, I got all the tattoos and the beard. It's like, people don't bother me. I liked it. That's so funny. You're just a <laughs> sweetheart. Oh, when you did, when I did see you in Australia, you're all tatted up. I'm like, who is this guy? Like what's happening? Yeah. And I'm like way more tatted now too. I got like my hand done everything. Like, so that's People amazing. think I'm like nails and like, I'll like sh- live this persona. That's fine. <laughs> Just don't say a word and then you'll keep that persona. You've counted on the restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. 
Ordering is easy. Trust me, I've done it. My favorite restaurants, they only have a couple tables open. All you got to do is you open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. You don't even have to pay the guy like you used to. Oh, I'm waiting for my tip. No, they leave it at your door. They leave. You pick up your food. It's steaming hot. It's delicious. You get to choose your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, even the Cheesecake Factory with their 500-page menu. Many of your local favorite restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. But guess what? Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. That's two burritos. All you have to do is download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's BLUEWIRE. One word for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL with Sunday NFL TV. You can stream every live out of market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and Direct TV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams, the Buffalo Bills, and your favorite players, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. No matter where you live, NFL Sunday TV is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. So visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. All right, so let's jump forward to the playoffs. So you said before we came on, you've been, you've been keeping track, been watching a little bit. I talked about it on a previous podcast. What has struck me as so interesting is the idea from these coaches to not go with the number one goaltender. And you see it. I don't know any team other than Vancouver who hasn't shuffled their goaltenders. You've been in the playoffs. You've been in a goaltending share kind of with Chicago in the playoffs. What is going on? Just kind of break it down for us. Well, I mean, again, like I told you off offline, like, I didn't follow hockey this season in the NHL because of the time change is impossible. And then I come back and the playoffs start up and all of a sudden Sarles is starting game one for Nashville. Alex Stalock starting for the wild. Like, I'm like, did I miss something? What's going on here? And I understand this is a completely new format. We're in the playoffs. We're playing back-to-back games. And I think people underestimate how taxing a game is for a goalie. So it's really hard for goalies to play back-to-back. So, I understand that part of it <clears throat> where it's like you need both your goalies to play. But like, I was kind of shocked with a few of like the first games, like who was playing. I'm like, yeah. Well, even Anton Hudobin in Dallas, like all the big names have been supplanted by their backups. It seems like and, yeah, and I, I mean, it's, it's very been, strange. It's been a lot, like, again, like a lot of teams, like, I know Jari had a great year, but like Matt Murray won two Stanley cups. Like you're not going with him right away. And, um, I know Bishop got hurt and I think it's shown a lot about the depth because of this playoff format. It's like, you look at Colorado, Grubauer goes down. I saw it happen. And I was like, I know exactly what just happened to you. Frank Cruz goes in and then my boy, Mike Hutchison plays last night and like gets the win. It's like, you need depth in the goaltending position. 
in the playoffs. So I think it's been a trend like the last maybe five years where it's more than one goalie has an impact on whatever team wins the Stanley Cup. Yeah, like Pittsburgh years ago, like they had three guys play. You know, is that as as a goalie? Is it mentally mess you up to know that? Listen, this is the playoffs. You want to play every game, I would imagine. Do you lobby with the coach? Like, does that mess with your mojo? I just, as a coach, I'm rolling with my number one in the playoffs. That's what I'm doing. I don't care if it's a back to back. Like, it's it's just so strange that this playoffs it's happening more and more and more. Yeah, but I mean. The only teams that didn't use two goalies on back-to-backs are the teams that didn't trust their backup goalies. Yeah. I just so, think I mean, you play your best players. Every game. And, like, I know they have Subban, but, like, then you got Leonard and Flurry, so you got two really good goalies. Like, yeah. Yeah, you have to do that because you saw with Halak after Rass left and Halak had to play back-to-back, he got hit up for, like, five goals next night. You know? It was just strange last night. It was – the Flyers and the Islanders, a crucial game four, and they both dressed their back up. I'm like, what is happening here? Like, what is – I don't know. I just could not wrap my head around it. If, if you're the starter and you're Carter Hart, your young kid, what is he, 22 years old? He's yeah, got I mean, to be up for a back-to-back. He should be able to play back-to-backs. And I, you're, I played three and threes when I was that age. Yes, and I just don't get it. You're down two to one. What does that say to Carter Hart? Does that not show confidence in him? Like, how is his mentality right now, you think? I mean, I doubt that. I think it shows confidence in Brian Elliott. Um, because, you know, Owls has done great. Like, he beat us in the playoffs one year when he was in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, he's a very steady goaltender. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're that young and you're that high energy, like, and, like, he's the next Carey Price. Like, he's one of the most amazing boys I've ever seen play. I love watching him play. Um, if I'm the coach, which I'm not, I probably would have like just let Carter roll. Yeah. Do that. But there's some other situations where it's like, like I said, you have Leonard and you have Flurry. It's like, I trust both those guys. Yeah. That's a one, one age situation. Like there's a definite difference between Elliot and Hart. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Hart's a freaking age. You're like, that guy's going to be an age off next point. Is this just solidifying the fact that the goalies are the least physically fit human beings on a team no i think i think they're the least respected on the team that too definitely that too you just stand there it's like no i i lost 12 pounds every game i played the last 10 years it's just like water weight exertion like it's not easy to be a goal here's the when we were in australia you could you could (laughs) like a maniac you saw so this was a charity game (laughs) Not difficult. We're not like, it's not competitive. Scott Darling was cramping up during the game. We had to take him out because he couldn't play the position anymore. I don't don't have like a switch. Like if I'm in a game, I'm going to like, I'm going to be flying around doing everything I can. (laughs) I'll never forget. I was sitting in the locker room getting an ID with Gretzky. Yeah. We had to put Miller. (laughs) I was like, Sorry, like I just left it all on the ice. Like, we I, were chirping you so bad. We're like, who is this guy who flies in? He just came from the NHL and now he can't even play a game. He's like already yeah, cramping up. Two months at that point, probably. Oh, like, it was so man, funny. It was hilarious. I was like literally sitting there talking to Gretzky with like an IV in my arm. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, like <laughs> he's just look, looking at you like, kid, I played like 80 games in a row one year with. Olympics and NHL and playoffs and 
He's like, I'm what gonna, are you I'm doing? Work Saturday. It's been a problem my whole career. What's your rehydration drink? Is it Pedialyte or do you go like the Gator Lights or what do you do? BioSteel? I mean, I, I always take like those noon tablets or liquid IVs, like anything I can find that's like new. I like always transitioning my hydration game. And then how, how much do you drink? I that you're sweating that much. Yeah. Yeah. This is a kid show. I drink so much water. Okay. But you can only drink so much water. You need to figure it out. Like I'll literally drink four gallons of water the day that I'm playing a game. And like, it's just not enough for me. It's the way my body works. I sweat like crazy. It's because you need to do more than drink water. You have to ride the bike and you have to exercise I think that's where goalies missed the mark. They just like, we're just going to work on our hands and eyeballs. It's like, no, let's jump on the treadmill. Maybe Scott, I lost 40 pounds. It's because you're 35 pounds overweight. I think. (laughs) I didn't didn't fall into that category of like the unfit goalie who showed up to NHL camp. No, I was was breaking records at Blackhawks camps for goalies. Maybe I almost beat Duncan Keith in the BO2 test. I don't believe it. No way. I have the second highest VO2 in Blackhawks history. Really? Behind Keith Dunks. Wow. Good for you. I was like 0.2, whatever the measurement is behind him. He was like pissed at me that I even came close to him. He takes that stuff serious where he needs to win. He really, really, I I, I can't stand testing. As, as, oh, testing is the worst thing ever. But like as a rookie pigeon, my first camp and I, no one knows who I am. I do the VO2 test and like, it was a game changer for me. It actually helped me like get noticed and be, it basically had a lot to do with how I actually got up from Blackhawks. But like at this point, I'm so scared to dump, like to talk to Duncan Keith and we're having breakfast the next morning and he like corners me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, so how much do you like bike? And like, I don't, um, I just run as much as I can. Hi, I'm Scott. Nice to meet you. Like, he was pissed that I came close to him. He is one of the more intense guys to where, even to this day, I feel like I'm pretty good friends with him. I'm still – it's always awkward when I talk to him because I don't (laughs) know how he's feeling. I'm like, are you in a good mood or what's going on? He just has that face where it's like, are you happy? What's going on? Yeah. You cannot at all. You can't at all. I don't know. So let's let's go back to the playoffs. What what do you think then? Who who do you like – I think we've got three of the final four teams kind of locked up. I think the Islanders will close it out tonight. And then that Vegas or the uh, Colorado series is still up for grabs. What are you thinking? You, what, yeah, I, I mean, Islanders look unstoppable. Do um, they really? I kind of, I kind of thought the abs were going to, but now I'm scared of Dallas. Yeah. Like, Dallas seems like a wagon right now. They're putting up six goals a game. Like, what does that mean, a wagon? I've been out of the game for a long time. What is that? I always thought a wagon was a bad thing. No, they just seem like an unstoppable force. Right okay, now. so and that's a wagon. They, in that series, they had so many like big sways and scores, and you know they'd be down three, and next thing you know they score six goals in forty minutes. And um, I, I'm kind of rooting for the Abs to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Dallas is scared. I like that Hutchison. Like you said, your boy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting. It's, it's a weird, weird season. And before the pandemic kind of ended and they were starting to talk about the hockey starting up, I was like, this is going to be hard on the goalies. And I hate harping on this. I just, I just think it's fascinating 
the goaltending position. Could you have gone from not seeing shots for three months to like a week training camp and go right into the playoffs? Would that affect your game? I could not. Not why not you? Because I have to be like consistent. Like I'm not going to even play a game for. I mean, at this point, I'd assume like four more months, five more months, and I'm skating like right now. Yeah. Then you have guys Crawford who doesn't bring his gear on for the summer and shows up to training camp and he's the best goalie at training camp. So you have guys like that. I'm not like that. I need to like if I take more than ten days off the ice, I feel like I've never played goalie. Do you see goalies in the league now where it's like, okay, there's the starter, the backup, they're both playing, and then the third guy like Hutchinson, does it ever irk you? It's like, why am I not still in the league? I'm still good enough. Uh, no, I mean, there's so many good goalies. And, you know, I think I'm going to take another run at it this year. Yeah. Like, I'm going to sign a two-way and start in the A, and I, I think it's not, not out of grasp for me, so we'll see what happens. Um, but like the whole thing with me is like, I, I'm very proud of my 10 years pro. And it's like, I'm not going to cry myself to sleep at night if I never play in another NHL game. But I think I'm going to take another run. At it. You're very humble because I would see guys playing when I was in the AHL or out of the league. I'm like, man, that guy sucks. I should be in the league. <laughs> I would just chirp every tough guy. I'm like, I'm tougher than he is. And I'm better than he is. Why is he in the league? Why does he make more money? I remember, do you remember, um, Jesse Bull or Bullaroos or whatever. He signed for a million bucks a year. I'm like, what does this guy do and make a million bucks a year? Yeah, I think maybe that's what happened to me. Like, I got my payday, so I'm just, like, comfortable. You just shut it down. You pulled pulled the Villy Lano. Villy Lano came to Buffalo and just shut it down. Yeah, started painting. Did you get a hobby that was non-hockey related? Like, you just started getting tattoos. That's what it was. No, I just... Like, literally, I love uh, being a stay-at-home. I love my dogs. I'm a huge dog guy. And I love hanging out with my dogs all day. And, like, I'm getting paid for three more years, so I'm not too stressed out about anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm still competitive, and I'm still excited to see what I got the next few years and, like, yeah. see how it goes. That's cool. Is your favorite artist DMX? No. Okay, because he's a big dog pound guy. Just asking, just asking. Okay, um, I had one more question, but I can't remember. You got anything else, Scott? No, not much. How's six daughters? How's that? It's busy. I took one of the doctor's appointment today. She was fine. It's going good. Yeah, just bought a new vehicle to fit all the kids. So that was interesting. That's always nice. But what's that? Was it a limousine? It was a big bus. None of your business. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> none of your damn business scott all right big boy well listen point taken <laughs> i appre- i appreciate you coming on the show and we'll have to have you on again you're so you're so well spoken you should start your own podcast the, the goldie's crease outside the crease with scott darling oh maybe i think i'll just have to try and like maybe graduate college first and then i'll feel comfortable starting my own business you're, are you gonna want to graduate college is that the next goal no no, oh, well then what? Let's just let's <laughs> set small goals here. Graduating university says he's got two years under his belt. The first two years are usually the easiest. Well, let me guess. Did you take business or something? Marketing? Yeah, every one-on-one class you can think of. Yeah. You just need to stick. Just make sure your wife is working, and then you can just do whatever you want. You're fine. Oh, yeah, I got, a sugar, I got a sugar mama. She's yeah. Get her Good for you. Good for you. And you got all those tattoos. It's so cool. You're so scary. I'm going to cross the street if I see you, Scott. 
All right, big boy. Well, listen, I really appreciate it. This was a blast. It was good catching up. Hopefully we can see you on one of those tours because I want to do another one too. That'd be a, that'd be a good yeah, time. I already told I already told Kerry I'd like to sign you up for next year. I'm in. So. I told him if he gets me all my tickets for my kids and my wife and me, plus a nanny, I'd do it. So. I will never forget watching you leave the hotel on that tour. You had so much luggage for uh, all your kids. Four car seats, a stroller, bags. I almost got into fights with the airport people every single time we would fly somewhere. It was, And you guys didn't even help. You guys were just like coming back. No, you went to the bar the night before. And you had 50 duffel bags. Talk about sweating. I was <laughs> just like. Grandma, I, I bring a crew, man. I can't just go. You were, you a duffel were rolling bag. deep. You were rolling deep. 17 bags and no, yeah, it was no shortage of diapers. Because you gotta buy, bring diapers on a trip. You never know what you're gonna get in Australia. So, exactly. <sighs> Whatever. All right, Scotty. Hopefully, we see you over there. Good luck next year. I'm rooting for you, buddy. Just, All right, man. You know, go, go ride the bike or something. All right, buddy. We'll see you, Scott. <laughs> Cheers. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights, behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, and giveaways. Check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise, including t-shirts, hats, hoodies, and so much more. And please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks, and see you next time. Did somebody say playoffs? The NBA and NHL are playing for the gold, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. The MLB season is pushing into the fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return to sports, and remember the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, they are your online sports book experts.